Good morning, wonderful people of God. The one whom God loves. I bless God this morning. I glorify His name this morning. I exalt His name this morning. All praises go to Him this morning. We magnify the Lord for His goodness, for His mercy, for His love towards us, for His divine protections, His provisions. We bless the Lord this morning. On this beautiful Wednesday, I want to encourage you to join me tonight at 7 p.m. for our Wednesday night Bible study as we begin a new chapter, St. John chapter 19. Join me on Facebook tonight at 7 p.m. And let us hear the word of God. I strongly just want to say, please join me tonight. Invite your friends. Invite your family members. If you have co-workers, invite them to this study. For our meditation this morning, I want us to look at First Peter chapter 1 verses 2 to 13 First Peter chapter 1 verses 2 to 13 and I'm reading this morning from the New King James Version and it reads elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace be multiplied. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, according to his abundant mercy, has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to, to praise honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, 
whom having not seen you loved. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with great, with joy inexpressible and full of, uh, full of glory, receiving the end of your faith and salvation of your souls. Of this salvation, the prophets have inquired and searched carefully, who prophesied of the grace that will come to you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of God who was in them was indicating what he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glories that will follow. To them it was revealed that not to themselves but to us they were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Things which angels desire to look into. Therefore gird up the lions of your mind. Be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. What a powerful and great passage. This week, we have been encouraging you to hold on no matter what trials you go through. No matter what challenges you're faced with today, no matter what kind of sufferings you are going through today, hold on to Jesus Christ. There are so many kinds of suffering that people are going through today. It might be the suffering of sickness. It might be the suffering of anxiety. It might be the suffering of grief. You just lost your loved ones. It might be the suffering of financial difficulties. It might be the suffering of some illness, some pain. But in reality, we cannot separate the pain from this world that we lived in. Jesus said in this world, we will have trials we will have suffering. We will have challenges. We'll go through so many 
things in this world. When he said to us, be joyful for I have overcome. This morning, when I look at this passage that Peter is writing to the believers because of what they were going through, Peter say to us that the grief we're dealing with right now, the grief of various trials, the injustice, the racism, the unfairness, the sickness in the body, the illness, the cancer, the, the death in the family, the financial difficulties, all that we go through, which is part of life. Peter says to us, you cannot compare that with the genuineness of our faith and what is to be received at the end. What is to be received at the end? At the end of all the trials, at the end of all the challenges, at the end of all the struggles of life, what to be received? He said, that's why makes me joyful. Yesterday we read also that because of the crown that was set before Jesus, he rejoiced through the trials because he knew what was set before him. My brothers and sisters, what is set before you, let it be the reason why you rejoice. You rejoice in the trials because of what is set before you. What is set before you is more precious than gold, than gold that will perish. What is set before you is greater than the trials you're dealing with. What is set before you is greater than anything else. And you want to know what that is? Set before us the salvation that is set before us. You see, the Bible says it this way. It says, Jesus Christ, who is full of abundant mercy, has begotten us again to live a life of hope. A life of hope in Christ Jesus. There is something said before us. And that is the inheritance. It's something that is set before us 
is incorruptible. Something that is set before us is undefiled. Something that is set before us will not fade away. That is reserved for you, for me, in heaven. And it is kept by the power of God through faith for salvation. And it's ready to be revealed to you. So rejoice greatly. Rejoice. I tell you, as you are rejoicing while going through the grief of various trials, the genuineness of your faith is more precious than gold. Yes, your faith will be tested. You know, as I go through this life and struggles of life, I myself am learning to focus on the cross. I myself am learning to rely and depend on God. And I must have been asking the question, how did Jesus do it? With all of the struggles he went through on earth, he was betrayed. His disciples ran away from him when he was arrested. He was whipped. Hmm. He was disrespected, abused, insulted, slapped. Nailed to the cross. How did he go through all of the pain, the struggles? With his eyes focused on the crown. And the answer to that is exactly what I just said. His eyes were focused on the crown. When we focus our eyes on the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, no matter what trials we go through, we will still have hope. Knowing very well that he is coming soon. And so Peter ended this chapter up with, Gird up the lions of your mind. And I want to say to us this morning, Gird up the lions of your mind. And be sober. And rest your hope fully upon the grace upon the grace that is to be brought to you. Listen again. Gear up the lions of your mind. Don't let your mind wander around today. Gear up. Don't let your mind be discouraged today. But gear your mind up. Be sober. 
rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. May God bless you.